Principal Matters Podcast, episode 298. Hi, friends. This is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the school leaders podcast where each week we bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week, we're talking about five sticky core values with my special guest, Daniel Bauer. If you are a regular Principal Matters listeners, you may know that I spoke with Danny last episode for Principal Matters 297 about The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. And as we finished that conversation, Danny and I continued to talk in for another half hour about some of the other things that I had been waiting to talk to him about, including how he applies his core values in the work that he does. And Danny was generous enough to let me share this conversation with you as well. So this is really part two to a conversation that started last week. If you want to go back to 297, you can listen to that first conversation with Danny, or you can just start right here and go back later and listen to that one as well. But Danny has built an incredibly successful organization supporting education leaders. He is an author of a great book um, called Mastermind, Unlocking the Talent with a within every school leader. And you can find Danny's work at his website at betterleadersbetterschools.com. But as he's grown his organization supporting education leaders, he's generously shared the thoughts behind the values that drive his work. And they include five things. Number one, turning pro. Number two, purple cow. Number three, ripple effect. Number four, forest from trees. And number five, sponge that scales. And as you listen to this conversation that I asked Danny, Please unpack those and how those actions have changed the way that you lead. And so listen in as Danny explains how leaders must show up to do your best, no matter how you feel, to create something extraordinary so that others are compelled to share it, to take action that creates impact for days and months and years ahead, to keep perspective so that your actions have meaning even five decades from now, and to invest and learn and teach so that you so that what you do grows in value and in influence. You'll find many other takeaways from this talk with Daniel Bauer. And so I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed having it with him. And by the way, if you are not aware, we're very, very close to Principal Matters episode 300. And I would love to hear from you. If you have found meaning or value in, the, in listening to this podcast, would you please let me know? I would love to share some stories from other listeners in Principal Matters episode 300 coming up. So why don't you open your phone, find your voice memo, record a 60 second audio, including your name, the school you serve and what lesson or story or episode has spoke to, spoken to you or any other way the Principal Matters podcast has been meaningful to you over the years. You can email that to me at will at williamdparker.com or if you prefer to write rather than speak, email me your thoughts at will at williamdparker.com. Either way, I look so forward to hearing from you. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Thank you again for doing what matters, and I'll talk to you soon. Sounds All right, good. so so I'm talking to my friend Danny Bauer today, again, the great ruckus maker, author, speaker, education leader, and you guys get to hear the opportunity of be picking Danny's brain on something else that he shared with me recently where I wanted to dive deep. And Danny, that is your five core values. And I have them written down here. So I, I'm just going to walk through each of them for just a moment. And I'm going to ask you to explain why this is your core value and how you apply it 
in, in the work that you do and in, in the way that you live. And the first one of those is turning pro. Uh, I'm, in fact, I'm just going to read all five of them for my listeners. Here's Danny's five core values. Number one, turning pro. Number two, purple cow. Number three, ripple effect. Number four, forest from trees. And number five, sponge that scales. Now, I'm just going to say, Danny, the reason I'm picking your brain on this is because some of these, I think I know what you mean, and some of them I do not. And so I'm going to start with number one, which is your first core value, turning pro. Well, Will, thanks for having me back. I feel like I just talked to you. (laughs) It was just a (laughs) second ago. Uh, This is awesome. So kudos, kudos to you and the great work you do. Okay, so these these core values in yeah, turn pro ripple effect, purple cow, force from the trees, and uh, sponges scales. And you said you, you want to hear about turning pro, right? I want to take them one at a time. So talk to me about turning pro. What, what do you mean by that, and how have you used that in the work you do? Yeah, and I actually want to back up just a second uh, to for your listener. So there's there's a very intentional design behind each of those two parts: sticky core values and then aspirations. So sticky core values is something I think I created. I actually don't remember reading this. A lot of stuff I remix, you know, and like a good hip hop song, you know, they might have that old soul beat or something like that. And they're putting new lyrics on top of it and it makes a new song. And that's super fun. But I'm pretty sure I created sticky core values. Somebody, if you think I didn't, let me know. You could email me, Daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com. But I, I had this idea like core values as they currently are created, whether they're personal or within an organization, uh, they're boring. They don't, they don't actually impact the work. And so I got to thinking about why, and that's because they're not, they're not real. They're not lived out. They're not sticky. Right. So I, I came up with this idea of sticky core values, because if you can create phrases that are uh, inspiring curiosity, right? They pique people's interest. Um, like you said, some of them I, I kind of know, but some of them I have questions about. Now we're having a conversation, which is what I want. So imagine if you're a school, right? Because we serve school leaders. Imagine if the students, staff, and parents want to learn more about your school and what it stands for and why. I think we'd all agree that that's powerful, right? And if you do it in such a way that there's a story behind it and there's metaphor and imagery that will get planted into people's brains and then they will go tell the story to others within the community. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So that's one, one part, uh, sticky core values. The other thing I said was uh, aspirations. So this I learned from my business coach, but I think, you know, I love learning from the business world and translating for education. So according to him, if you create values that uh, deliver or provide a solution, right, to the audience you serve. So in this case, I serve school leaders, but the school leaders, you serve your community. I would, the, the question I want you to write down and think about and journal on for 15, 30 minutes, what are the aspirations of your community, right? What do your students aspire to be? What are your staff, right? What do they aspire to be? So on and so forth. 
And then if you can marry the two together, your community's aspirations with who you are, you can't make it up. It can't be fake. But if you can find the synergy there, that's a powerful relationship, if that makes sense. Okay. So that sets the stage to answer your question. Mm, Turning pro. Yeah, cool, cool. So turn, turn in pro, the audience aspiration, school leaders, you know, we, we talked about this in the last conversation we had, and we got into this concept of fear, right? So every school leader has fear. Maybe they're afraid because they're a new principal and there's just a, the sheer volume of what to learn is like incredible. Maybe they're afraid if they make a mistake, they'll get fired. Maybe they're afraid they'll be quote unquote found out, right? Like that they don't know everything, which, you know, newsflash, nobody knows everything, you know? So we all have this thing that some people call the imposter or the shadow, that kind of stuff. And if my audience is struggling with that, which they are, the solution is my core value turning pro. Now turning pro, that's actually language that I took from, uh, let me think about it. Hmm. I can't believe I'm forgetting this. Give me just a second to look it up. Mm-hmm. Stephen Pressfield. I don't have to look it up. I just had to you wait and that. pause. So have you read any of his works? Like the, mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 what is it? The fear of art and this kind of stuff. I'm really messing up this part of no, the story, but that's okay. I haven't read it, but thanks for finding his name. Yeah, Stephen Pressfield, The War of Art. So sorry, I was blinking on the title for some reason. Uh, What Stephen Pressfield in The War of Art unpacks is how to beat the imposter. And the subtitle is Breaking Through the Blocks and Win Your Inner Creative Battles. But we all have that negative, right, voice inside our head. And so if you turn pro and all this, all it means is that you show up despite how you feel. Because guess what? Even... If you're super passionate about your work, which both of us are, there's still going to be times that maybe you just don't want to show up for whatever reason. It might be that you're sick, you know, or the big thing that you want to do, you're paralyzed and don't know where to start. Right. Or this one aspect, the thing is just kind of boring. You know, like back in the day, I, I found it pretty boring to edit my own podcast. Right. So now I hire somebody to do that. So I might not feel like it. But I want to have the podcast out. So before I hired out, I had to show up in that moment. So Turning Pro is, again, no matter how you feel, show up. You'll have more confidence, courage, and and to defeat the imposter. Last thing, too. A lot of times people say stuff, which is, it's wrong, that, you know, I'll, I'll get to it when I feel like it. No, that's not how it works. Do it, and then you'll actually feel like it right? It's, it's, it's the wrong order. You know, I never feel like running or rarely do I feel like running. Right. But I'll tell you this, when, whenever I finish a run, unless I injured myself, I am always happy. I did it right. Mm-hmm. Never happy on the, on, cause I know it's going to suck. It's going to be hard depending on how many miles. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. So you show up, you do it. And then the good stuff happens on the back end. Dude, there's so many ways to apply that, Danny. And I love that. <laughs> so showing up to be your best, no matter how you feel. Yeah. And I'll say this too, because you and I are both married. Uh, that works in relationships. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you can't base your commitment to your relationship on how you feel. You right. show up and you stay committed. And the feelings usually come back because of you showing up and just doing the work of staying committed and loving each other and, and doing life together. And so, and I know I'm sounding like an old man, but 
but that's just, it's just true. It works in relationships. It works in work. It works in parenting. It just, it just works. And uh, so, so I thank you. I did not know what your application to turning pro was, but that is so powerful. All right. Number two, your core value, purple cow. I can't wait to hear this one. Yeah. Okay. So this, this is still one that you, you don't have an answer for. Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm curious which ones you think you know, and then the others. Oh, this All is right. one of those that I, I I have some memory of someone talking about the importance of saying something bizarre to grab attention, but I I, I don't remember. And when I saw you wrote purple cow, I was like, I've got to ask Danny, what's his okay. purple cow? Okay, cool. And I think hopefully for you and for the listener, right, they're starting to see that, again, imagery, metaphor, story, you know, mm-hmm. and isn't it so much better? Like turning pro, I could have just said like persevere, which one's better, right? And, right. and again, you know, I think in the last conversation, we talked about be a skeptic, test it for yourself. You want to roll with uh, work hard and perseverance in your school, do it. Mm-hmm. Or you could have turning pro. Okay. So purple cow, you remember that I think from Seth Godin, because that's who taught it to me. And he's one of my heroes and mentors. He wrote a book about it, but the idea and the way I tell this story is, you know, I grew up uh, outside of Chicago in one of the suburbs, Palatine, Illinois. And I went to school at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. And so to get there, you drive through the city and then you're on 57 South for two and a half hours, right? It is a straight shot. Once you get out of the urban, you know, sprawl, it's relatively boring because it's very flat, tons of farmland, wheat, soybeans, corn, cows, that's all you're going to see for two and a half hours, right? So you better have a coffee or you fall asleep or something. So when you're looking at the farms, you're going to see the brown and white cows. You're going to see the black and white spotted cows. You know, in Oklahoma, I'm sure there's the same type of cows and there's no purple and white spotted cows. But if there was one and I saw it on that very boring drive down to college, by the time I got to campus, I'd want to tell everybody, right? And I would tell everybody on campus, I would call my mom back home, so on and so forth. And so Purple Cow, to me, the aspiration it delivers on is creating a world-class culture. Because if you create your school and culture to be Purple Cow-ish, again, just like Sticky Core Values, people are talking about it. There's People are talking about your school no matter what. Do you want that to be a positive buzz or a negative buzz, right? And so by creating and intentionally trying to create a purple cow experience, there's going to be positive things said about you and your school out there in in the community. It's the art of being remarkable is what I call it. The art of being remarkable. Yeah, man. um, There's so much, there's so much value there. And I had completely forgotten. I've heard Seth Godin make that um, uh, analogy, but I'd forgotten it, Danny. And so when I'd seen that as a part of your core values, I was like, my memory wasn't jogging, but what a great reminder. And I love the application to, to, to your schools, because at the end of the day, um, you can just be an ordinary place that people visit and walk in, walk out, or you could try to make that experience something unique. I remember, um, I'll give you an example in our office area. Um, we, we just, we had a new um, construction area happening in the building that the last place where I was principal. And so um, I asked my office staff, when people come in this building, do they feel like visitors or guests? Hmm. And how can we make them feel like guests? Yeah. 
So we started setting up bottled water and making coffee. And occasionally we'd bake some cookies, you know, so yeah. that, so that when people walked in, they were like, Hey, welcome to our school. It's, it's the it's purple awesome. cow. How can we make this the purple cow? I had never used those words, but what a great application. So, no, all right. Number three, Danny's core value ripple effect. All right. Talk about that. And that one delivers on the aspiration of, of school leaders wanting to have more impact in their leadership and create more results. And th- this one's easy, right? The story, you probably, probably can guess this one, but it's just like you as a kid, right? In front of a, a lake, a pond, somebody, a water, and you grab a stone as we all do, and you throw it in the water. What happens? There's a big splash and there's ripples from that. So to me, it's thinking about like, what is that action I can take today? that causes secondary and tertiary sort of consequences that I actually want, you know, and to just have a much, much bigger impact than checking this one thing off the the to-do list, right? So I don't know, maybe one example would be, mm, well, in our last conversation, you talked about contracts sometimes you sign and before you even had the training in the content built, right? So I did that through sort of like a webinar. I think I was teaching on delegation and that was a super cool, you know, very valuable training. And then at the end, I invited people to join a program that is in the, is in the laboratory. It is not built, right? And it costs money. And I let people know, hey, this is a thing, but I think it's going to be awesome. And I called it the Ruckus Maker Roadmap. It, it teaches people on uh, culture, communication, and execution, And there's also an assessment called the leadership landmines assessment. Beware these blind spots that could kill your career. So I think people were very interested in in that as well. But I hadn't, I hadn't written anything. I had only written the assessment and how to do the results. Uh, So anyways, but by creating that one thing, and this is also an asynchronous, you know, evergreen sort of offer. The masterminds that we lead are live high touch points. We have to be there. The principal success path I have, that's a five-week program. There's live coaches within that. But this one, it's going to be there. The content's there. We could always improve it. But once people log in, they could take it at their own pace. That's mm-hmm. ripple effect, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I do the hard work of creating the stuff. And now it's going to serve into infinity until I, I die or take it down, right? Mm, I like so that. That's what, yeah. That's what yeah. So, so being aware that what you're doing now is going to create impact for days, months, and years ahead. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I love that application. And um, I think that's helpful because it makes you rec- recognize not just the importance of um, the moment that you're in, but yeah. how that, that moment that you're in could also um, live on. Mm. It, it, you know, it could live on way beyond the moment that you're in. And so, yeah. um, so that's, that's so that's so great. All right, number what four. If, Go ahead. What what if you prioritize your to-do list that way, right? So mm-hmm. number four is going to be forest from the trees. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that, but whether it's ripple effect or forest from the trees, what if that was your lay, you know, your perspective when looking at what needs to get done today, right? And what's more important? It should be the things right with impact and significance, not just the urgent. So yeah. Yeah. And attitude works into that too, Danny, because when I think about ripple effect, um, I've, I've used this analogy in my listeners have heard me say this before, probably even recently, but um, you know, I, 
I have, I had a rule, especially in school leadership, that if someone came up to me with a question or an idea or, or a conversation that I, especially if I was in front of my computer or had my phone in my hand, I would purposely mm-hmm. um, give them my full attention for at least a full minute. Yeah. Even, even and sometimes I, if there was a fire to put out, I might have to interrupt and say, Hey, could we have this conversation a little bit later? Cause I'm on my way to this, but, but the ripple effect of the way you treat people translates yeah. often in the way they treat people. Sure. And it's, it's so, so, so it may seem like such a little thing to think yeah. about how am I treating this person who's standing right in front of me at this moment, who wants my attention and in my reflection and, it makes a difference. So even those, even those little things that mm-hmm. even attitude and, 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 and conversation and um, being mindful of the moment that you're in um, those things matter too. It's just as important as all the goals that we set um, for the long term yeah. too. Yeah. Um, forest from trees. Yeah. So this aspiration is about legacy. So, you know, how are people going to remember you and what are you going to leave behind? And it's just about perspective, right? So that everybody, I think a lot of people have heard that phrase before, see the forest from the trees. And so for me, the key question here is, will, will this matter in, you know, five minutes, five hours, five days, five weeks, five months, five years, five decades from now, right? Mm. And when you find yourself in a moment where the stakes are high and, and the pressure is mounting, sometimes asking yourself that question will help you have the right approach to whatever's going on. Cause just like you were talking about, you know, and these two are very closely related impact, but also legacy. So they're, they're very, very similar. I love that. I was talking to a colleague, I think last week um, we're working together with some other colleagues towards a large conference that we'll be hosting. Yeah. And there's just a lot of details to, to manage and a lot of programming and a lot of design. And, and one of my colleagues had said to the other, um, because she was stressed about something important, but she just said to her, is this, do you, how much do you think this is going to matter a hundred years from now? Yeah. And she wasn't trying, she wasn't trying, she wasn't trying to be mean. She was just kind yeah. of bringing, she was just trying to bring her back, you know, bring yeah. her back, you know, that, that right now as important as this is and has, as emotionally um, um, invested as we're getting in this a hundred years from now, what we're, what we're really worried about at this very moment probably isn't going to be that important. Yeah. Um, so keep all of that, keep that in perspective. I mm. loved that because it was such a good reminder for me too, because uh, sometimes I can like l- be really into some idea or thought or concern that probably isn't as significant as I, is it, as it will be uh, five decades from now, as you said too. So forest from trees. And then the last one of your, of Danny's five core values is sponge that scales. And this was, this was the other one that I was like, I do not know what he means by <laughs> sponge that scales, but I want to know. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. Uh <laughs> So the aspiration is just creating, creating more value, increasing your worth as an individual, as a leader. And yeah, back in 2015, I heard this acronym I never forgot. Not that we need more acronyms, but it was ILT. And I like it. It stands for invest, learn, and teach. And what I realized is, is that's me. You know, you may not know this, but I wanted to be a professor, right? I always wanted to be a professor. I thought I'd be a teacher for quite a while, not a school leader. And then eventually I'd go and get my doctorate because I, I have two master's degrees and uh, I thought it would be cool. And why did I want to be a, a professor? Well, I wanted the flexibility that I perceive in their schedule, right? When are their classes? 
one of their office hours, when are they doing research? And I love to learn, you know, I love to read, I love to write. So, so creating content, you know, is, is me in a flow state. You know what I mean? That's what I love about this job in addition to coaching and mentoring people. And so now I just realized I'm a professor today. I'm just not at a university. You know what I mean? Cause I'm doing all the stuff I'm putting things at books, right? Right. So, and I have flexibility of schedule. So invest, learn, teach is I go out there and I invest in programs. I invest in coaches. I invest in masterminds and experiences that will help me be better. I learn all the good stuff from these individuals or conferences and experiences. And then the key point is I take action, not only for myself, but I teach it to others. And I had found as I, the more I do that, the more value I create for leaders that I support, but also in terms of the value I can command, right? Versus, you know, speaking on a stage or working with somebody individually mastermind, all that has increased in value too, because I've created more value. So there's a, there's a direct relationship there for sure. So that's what ILT is. And that's why the sponge that scales, that's, that's who I am at my core. So Danny, if there's any principal matters listeners out there who um, work in or will work in an environment someday, because you never know who's listening. Yeah. If there's anybody out there listening who um, has the power to award honorary doctorates, then (laughs) this is the call because Professor Danny Bauer, all the work that you've done now for all of these years in creating content and school leadership development and helping people across the U.S., I, if, if, if you get awarded an honorary doctorate, I want to be there. So, so if that someone wants to extend that invitation to Dr. Danny Bauer, to be Dr. Danny Bauer, I think that would be well worth the uh, acknowledgement. Um, Okay. But I, I have a follow-up. Yeah. Okay. So invest and learn and teach. I'm still, I'm still struggling with the, with the picture, the, the sponge that scales. What do you, what is, what, help me understand what that, what, what do you mean by that? Just, like a, just like soaking, a, up, soaking, soaking up, up the juice and it's getting bigger as it soaks it up. Okay. That's so so yeah. it, as it's getting bigger, it's actually creating more influence. More value. Yeah, more exactly. Value. Okay. So more value for the, the, for me in my context, the leaders I support. And then again, also, if you want me to speak, right? Like back in 2015, it cost X. Now mm-hmm. it's 10X, right? And that's mm-hmm. just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's so good. Sponge that scales. Okay. So listeners, if you would love a summary, I'm just going to say really quickly, five Danny's five sticky core values are turning pro showing up and being your best, no matter how you feel the purple cow. If you see something extraordinary, you're going to want to share it. So be something extraordinary. The ripple effect, what happens when you take actions will create impacts for days and months and years ahead. Forest from trees, the legacy and the, it comes from the perspective that you have, understanding that what you're doing now will have an effect five decades from now. And then sponge that scales, the investing, the learning, and the teaching that you're doing, they grow exponentially over time. The more you're investing in that learning, the more others are going to uh, receive value from it. So, Danny, thank you so much Pleasure. for the always- opportunity to pick your brain on your core values and, uh, and listeners, I want to, before we wrap up this recording, give Danny a chance to remind you of how you can stay connected with him and his work. Yeah. 
Uh, email is daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com and my number, call or text is 312-788-7595. If you've enjoyed these conversations we've had, please go get my latest book too, Mastermind Unlocking Talent Within Every School Leader. Uh, it's published by Cohen and the National Superintendents Association. And the ideas taught there will transform your school, right? Uh, it's about this idea called the ABCs of Powerful Professional Development authenticity, belonging, and challenge. And when you integrate those in your school experience, everything changes for the better. So go get Mastermind Unlocking Talent within every school leader. Mm, good stuff. You can find free resources like this one at my website at williamdparker.com.